Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello and welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. My name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and on this week's show, I'm talking to you about how important it is to understand your unique wiring. Who did God create you to be and design you to be before the foundations of the earth for your unique and significant purpose in his kingdom? This biblical principle is found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 through 10. Early on in my career as a counselor, I was able to observe an important component to detoxing the mind, which was for my clients to discern what parts of their thoughts, feelings, and behaviors were simply their instinctual makeup versus those that were caused by abuse, trauma, and lifelong hurts and wounds. Observing the human psychological makeup and why some people thrive and others do not has been happening since the beginning of time. We can study history and different cultures of the world and how they would try to identify different patterns of human behavior and relational interactions, and then try to label them. As early as 300 BC, the Greek philosopher Aristotle was surmising that people had inborn tendencies, and he termed them as temperaments, and that not everyone was born with the same instinctual strengths and weaknesses. And since his time, many other philosophers, doctors, psychologists, and social scientists have been able to produce all kinds of helpful assessments and curriculum that can aid humankind in understanding their individual distinctive composition. What I would call your divine design by the creator of the universe himself. As I began understanding more about these different tendencies, I was able to teach them to my clients, such as the difference between an extrovert or an introvert, or an extroverted introvert. The combinations are endless because we were each designed by a very creative God. I myself am an introvert of extreme proportions. I remember as a teenager feeling like people were always judging me, that they viewed me as depressed and a loner, and perhaps I was somewhat awkward socially, but the only conclusion in my mind was to believe there must be something wrong with me. Other personal characteristics were that I didn't really like having sleepovers with my friends. I love spending time with them, but after a few hours I was tired and I wanted to go home. In college, I didn't like to go to parties and I preferred to go to work or study than to spend a lot of time in large groups. You can probably guess where I'm going with this, but it wasn't until I discovered that different people have varying degrees of being social. And that is not based on personal talent or it wasn't destroyed by abuse. Rather, it was simply how God made me to be. Instinctually, I had a low social battery and a true love for being alone where I can study and research and write all attributes given to me by God so that someday I could enable others to heal and grow in significant ways. How helpful the spiritual wisdom would have been back then, before I allowed the judgments of others and my own perception to cause me so much self-hatred and shame. 
What I went on to discover as a counselor was how few people understood this phenomenon too, and how many people, especially teenagers, suffered in their minds and struggled in forming their identity because it was based on false beliefs. A common issue I saw was when the child had a different wiring than their parents. These kids were often full of shame and condemnation, as they would explain to me in our counseling sessions how often their parents would say things like, why are you always in your room? Get out here and play with some friends. Why are you so lazy? You shouldn't need a nap every day. Look at your brother. He's such a go-getter. What is the matter with you? And quit crying. You are so emotional. Each of these parental complaints are actually valid, and yet are probably speaking more to the parent's personal frustration in their child's instinctual tendencies, rather than effectively addressing the behavioral issue. Unfortunately, these statements were made with little malice. I'm sure we have all heard similar statements said to us, or we've said them to others. But do we understand the lifelong impact they can have on causing people to question who they are and why they are always so displeasing to you? The greatest success I had as a counselor in helping parents to restore a connection with their child or with their teenager was in the area of understanding their child's God-given wiring. We can still admonish and correct behaviors, but doing so with love and the redirection can sound so different when the parent seeks to understand how God uniquely made each of their children and parent from a place of wisdom and compassion. This type of parenting will not only help your child love and accept who God created them to be, weaknesses and all, but it will also refine you as a parent, relying on the Holy Spirit to guide you in this very specific and strategic way of raising a child to fulfill their kingdom destiny to the best of their ability. And this is the healthiest we can be as adults as well, that to learn who God made us to be instinctually, by design, sifting through all the hurts and wounds that we have accumulated through life, and learning to boldly and unapologetically accept who we are. Strengths, weaknesses, achievements, failures, all of it. Imagine how much more confident how much less we would suffer in our mind and in our emotions if we could find healing in this area and then learn to teach this discernment process to our children from a young age. If a parent could help them identify their temperament tendencies, their spiritual giftings, and help them to know what to do when they're struggling in their weaknesses— versus just calling them out on the ways that they're disobedient or mean to their siblings or for constantly scolding them for the ways they fall short. We all need to be lifted up and reassured that we are not broken. Every human being from the time of conception, yep, that's right, even while a baby is still in their mother's womb, we are all in need to be loved and accepted for who we are not for who someone would like us to be. This type of thinking and way of interacting with each other only leads people to feeling ashamed of who they are, sometimes rebelling and pushing everyone away, and other times people go on to try and be something they're not, in desperate hopes of receiving approval, believing that their true authentic self is not worth loving. Not having acceptance, approval, and security in the love of our biological parents, 
and it starts to wire the brain and heart in ways that were not intended by God, ways that can lead an individual to abandon some very beautiful attributes and their spiritual gifts. Unless the person can seek to heal from these hurts and wounds, they could be led astray from the abundant life that God would have for them for a long time. Sometimes, without this person seeking deep inner healing, they may never find the road back to their true self. But if you can use this information of knowing that each person on this earth was given a unique design by God for a reason and a purpose, and to learn to understand and nurture those attributes in ourselves and in those whom we love, this will equip you to detox your mind from the lies of Satan that will inevitably try to convince you or your children that you are broken or dysfunctional in some way. And the evil spirit of comparison will always try to deceive you into believing that there's something wrong with you, noticing how others are different than you, and perhaps excel in ways that the world promotes or applauds more than any of your contributions. Please be careful of this demonic attack. God's purposes and plan for your life is so much greater, so much more significant than the world could ever comprehend or acknowledge. One area I have found to bring significant healing is teaching parents about how certain temperaments, certain heavenly assignments, might require their children to be bold, to be resistant to being controlled, and to naturally fight for or be in opposition to every challenge that is presented to them. In our world today, that would be defined as a rebellious child, a strong-willed child, perhaps even one with a diagnosis. But with God, there are no mistakes. And all of those attributes that are so difficult to parent and to cope with on a daily basis were actually placed in that child for the exact future and destiny they are to carry out in his kingdom. These attributes could lead to being a future world leader, a successful business owner, or a military expert. And believe it or not, God gave that specific child to you because you were created by him to raise that child, to grow and be refined into the likeness of Christ by learning to have care, compassion, and patience for that child. Parenting can bring us to a point of reliance on God in a way that no other life circumstance could. All things really do work together for our good and for God's glory when we can view our lives through this spiritual lens. Another example would be someone God designed to be a gentle soul, someone who will be eager to serve, love, and sacrifice for others. This person would be sensitive. Their feelings could be easily hurt, and they would tend to cry easily, even if it is quietly into their pillow at night. God made these people, both male and female, so that they would be tender to the pain of others that they would share in his heart and that deep, compassionate mercy would be expressed, bringing healing to the lives of others. These are the doctors, nurses, teachers, and counselors of this world. But if we do not know this wiring is actually a gift by godly design, often these children will be told to stop being so sensitive, to man up or knock it off, quit your crying, and stop being so emotional. 
I cannot tell you how often I have seen people turn away from their God-given attributes, harden their hearts, and put on a mask of who they think they have to be, just to be accepted or to survive mentally and emotionally in this world. I've had to take many teens and adults back to the earliest hurts and wounds, points of rejection and condemnation in their life, to help them restore and accept their natural tendencies and begin to believe that they are not dysfunctional, rather misunderstood. Perhaps this misunderstanding came from harsh criticism or abuse, but more often than not, it is simply how we perceive the world around us, how we began to change so that we could gain the love, attention, or acceptance of those around us. So how does one find their instinctual tendencies? There are many different assessments available. I would suggest that you seek one out that is best for you, one that is biblically based, preferably. There are temperament assessments, strength finders, spiritual gifting tests, and motivational inventories, just to name a few. With these results, or even with no formal testing required, I would then tell you to meditate with the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you more about first yourself and then your other loved ones your spouse, your children, and God will reveal to you his specific design and intention for your life. This process often requires the help of a professional counselor or a Christian life coach for complete healing. But the Holy Spirit is an excellent counselor as well. And if you spend time in seeking to understand, he will guide you to a place of learning to love who you are and to see the gold God planted in each of us, something to be treasured in yourself and in others. Join me next week as I continue to discuss detoxing our minds and the common false beliefs of this world that lead to mental, emotional, and physical disease. Until next time, be blessed in your mind and in your spirit. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today's teaching, I would invite you to subscribe to the show and share it with others to bring healing and transformation to the lives of those around you.